0: Welcome, I'm Jay. And I'm Shaw. And this
1: is show seven. Show seven. Of the Saint Anne Podcast. Yeah, blow my hair back. This is incredible we've gotten this far. (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) Sorry we missed last week, uh, but we're keeping on moving here through Lent. uh, And there's a quick little, I guess, outline of the show. Uh, We're going to cover lots of different stuff. Uh, We're going to talk about um, mind palaces, which i find exhilarating jay's looking at me like what the heck are you talking about Sean? <laughs> uh we're talking about the just the fun news going on around saint anne here um have a little lenten check-in kind of find out how our different penances are going that we've given each other and and different opportunities around the parish for prayer fasting almsgiving all that kind of stuff and then we'll throw the gospel readings at you again um and maybe hit up a little saint of the day stuff saint I of the week it. whatever you want to call it
0: i <laughs> love it cool cool uh let's get started off with my absolute favorite pope tweet
1: pope tweets uh before we get into pope tweets the the day we're recording on it is march 12th which is the one year anniversary of pope francis's pontificate so 365 days of having him as our pope pretty cool uh he sort of rocked the boat a lot i think for catholics and non-catholics alike um And I remember it really struck me. I mean, he said a lot of things that have sort of struck me to the core. Uh, But this last World Youth Day, um, he said something at the closing mass before sending everybody home saying, he said, you know, when you leave here, uh, go back to your churches, to your parishes and make a mess. Right. Like make a change, like overturn tables and and don't just say like, "Ah, I've got this love for Jesus. But like, what are you going to do about it? Like make a mess and. I mean, we've seen him make a mess in reforming the Curia and the Vatican finances and and sort of getting rid of the corruption in the church in a way that's been there. And uh, so, yeah, he's going to continue to make a mess, I think, too, over this next year. Uh, But, yeah, I don't know. Pope tweets. Pope tweets. So, Pope tweets. uh, The most recent one was like a couple of days old for us. He's stopped tweeting for a while. I'm not sure why, but... Uh, he said the challenge of Christian spouses is remaining together knowing how to love one another always and doing so in a way that their love grows which is cool I'm married It's important to sort of hear straight from the Pope saying like it's it's a challenge to be Christian and married and to love each other always kind of like well it's not just when it feels nice and when things are going well but through thick and thin kind of stuff so yeah cool i wow. liked it
0: that is i could see that, that being very beneficial <laughs> but very it's not an easy thing to accomplish i i, I wouldn't know but but i don't see that being uh an easy task that whole marriage <laughs> getting along <laughs> that thing. whole thing <laughs> that thing
1: yes uh so i have a, a topic that's I've been kind of wrestling with here recently um, that I think is fun. I'm reading this random book. I don't know why I'm reading it, just probably because I can't look at screens anymore, so I went to the analog paper. Uh, But reading this book, it's called Moonwalking with Einstein, and it really has nothing to do with moonwalking or Einstein, but it's all about memory and like our mind and how we can train it and sort of what the limits are of the brain. Uh and it's kinda cool, it talks a little about history of memory and it even touches on it's not a Catholic book by any means, but it touches a little bit about Saint Augustine and the history of the church and that, you know, some of the great saints lived before like books were a commonplace thing. So memory was really important. In Saint Augustine, you can read a lot about it in his great text called The Confessions, I read in college and blew my mind then and it's still crazy. Uh but he was infatuated with this idea of the human memory. Um, and even talks about in Confessions one of his good friends who, you know, back then it was was nothing to have, like, a whole book memorized and verbatim, like, word for word knowing it. But he, like, that was just commonplace. But he had this great friend who memorized... I don't remember the text, but it was a book that he could memorize it and then repeat it back to you backwards. And then he thought, like, that was cool, not just, like, knowing the entire book by heart, but knowing it backwards. Um, I think we've really lost that as a culture. I mean, I don't... I barely remember where the heck I put my car keys, let alone like whole scripture passages and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, But uh, just a really cool book. And it got me thinking like, ah, how can I bring this into the podcast a little bit? And he talks a lot about um, sort of spatial memory and how humans are really good at memorizing spaces. Like if I think back to my childhood home, I know like every speck of dust in that home and how we're really good at like space and, and physicality. Uh, so how can we bring that to like, oh, let's bring this in the faith a little bit. I thought uh, my mind's kinda going to go here a little bit. And he's talking a little bit more about, you know, when you're an expert, like on a SWAT team or a chess master, like what makes them like really good at their jobs. And it's memory. It's not like, you know, I've been training for this years and years and years. But when I react in a situation, it's my memory that's functioning. And a chess master doesn't think 20 steps ahead. They just function like instinct and memory, what they've learned about the game. I'm like well, how can we be better Christians if we function on like instinct and memory? So I'm like, well, let's let's hit it down to the basics and the Ten Commandments. So I think we're gonna start there, and that's where we're gonna kind of take you here with the Mind Palace. And I don't know if anyone watches. I'm obsessed with it, but the the BBC Sherlock Holmes. Oh, um, yeah. he, have, do you watch this? Chain? I love
0: that show. Okay, it's
1: amazing, right? It Everybody loves great. this show. But he talks all about the Mind Palace, right? And Sherlock has this like, I can remember everything, and I close my eyes and. Drift into these other rooms and like remember every conversation I've ever had. And you're like, oh, this guy's full of it. But the crazy thing is, like, there's people in history that have actually been able to do this, and they create these places in their brains that can sort of remember not necessarily everything, but a lot of cool stuff. So we're going to try a little experiment. I'm going to try it on Jay. Okay. Uh, about sort of creating a mind palace in the moment here. And those of you listening, follow along and try and do this with us too. Okay. I made my first mind palace. It sounds dorky. I made my first mind palace the other day when I was reading this book. And I'm like, okay, there's 15 random items. And I... Memorized them when I still have them like firmly imprinted in my brain right now. So I'm like, this works, right? This is awesome. So let's do it with the faith and make <laughs> this more instinctual so we can live our faith better by I knowing l- it better. I love this. Okay. I don't know. So, Jay, you're my big uh, guinea, guinea pig. pig here. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You're the lab rat. Mm-hmm. Do you know the Ten Commandments by heart, Jay? By
0: heart. This is going to be so- sound horrible. I don't mean but to put you on the spot. Here. <laughs> like, in order, word for word. No. So you're familiar with the idea of them? I'm familiar with the idea. I know them. Certainly know of them. Um, But as far as the actual word for word order of the whole thing, I couldn't tell you which one came third or seventh.
1: Mm. Okay. Yeah. We're going to fix it. Okay. I'm going to do this. So, because, like, spatial memory is so important, a mind palace needs to be a place you're familiar with, right? Mm -hmm. So, the coffee shop you go to every day, like, a good place to start is your childhood home. So, I think that's going to be a good place to start for you, Jay. Okay. And for those of you listening at home, or in your cars, or wherever. Um, And a mind palace is all about, like, the physicality of things. So, you walk through this thing, and you walk through your palace, or home, whatever, (laughs) And you place memories at certain places in your home so that later in your mind's eye you can walk back through, see that place, and see the image, and you can recall it with ease. Wow. Um, and, but really the crazier, the more implausible the image that you place there, the easier it is going to be to memorize. So this was actually in the early church kind of scandalous. Some early monks, <laughs> and um, they would have very implausible, maybe crazy, maybe a little bit vulgar images to memorize things and they never really wanted to tell their fellow monks like hey you know I'm I have this crazy image of my mind to memorize all 150 psalms or whatever but um, so yeah we're gonna I'm gonna walk you through a couple and we'll we'll see how we can do here okay so the the Ten Commandments we'll kind of know them as we go through here but I think it's I think this is gonna be cool to do because once we sort of memorize the Ten Commandments they're an important aid for confession which we'll talk about you know it's a yeah it's Lent we need to be going to confession so mm-hmm. how do I examine my conscience, how do I find out the sins in my life? Well I'm gonna go through the Ten Commandments and if we know them, all the easier. So your childhood home. Do you have a did you have a mailbox like at the end of the driveway, Jay? Or Yeah. Was it you so you do? Like yeah. right at the end of the driveway. Okay. It
0: was definitely at the end of the driveway, it was not
1: in the middle. Okay. So we're gonna start there. Okay. The first commandment of the Ten, I am the Lord your God, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. So I need to think of a crazy image, <laughs> maybe impious or not, but it really helps to sort of imprint this in your brain. Envision that mailbox at the end of your driveway, and I'm going to help you with the first couple. But um, So what helps me is like, okay, well, it's I am the Lord your God, only him shall you serve. Um so at the end of the driveway, Envision was like a massive crucifix, like shaking and moving around, sort of anthropomorphic crucifix. Wow. yeah. And have, you remember, Veronica, who in popular tradition, pious tradition, uh, wiped the face of Jesus during his last hours when he was carrying the cross, um, so served Jesus in that way. So I have this big crucifix sort of shaking around at the end of the driveway next to the mailbox there, and Veronica serving Christ by sort of wiping his face and bringing him relief in those last hours really imprint that in your mind think about the details and the words I am the Lord your God him and him alone you shall serve I am the Lord your God you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve yeah. I am the Lord
0: your God and him only shall you serve that's it got it
1: cool so it's really helpful to like you know, what does this look like what does this feel like what does the mm-hmm. wood of the cross feel like you really imprint that in your brain and that's your first sort of location of memory and then we walk along farther into the into your mind palace i guess mm. so walk up your driveway yeah however this looks for you i'm not sure what your childhood home looked like but front door right mm-hmm. the front door now second commandment you shall not take the name of the lord your god in vain so taking the name of the Lord and your God in vain. For me, I was thinking about this, like, how, that's kind of a, it's a uh, a very conceptual, I don't know, theoretical thing, right? It's not concrete. So how do you envision this? And I'm like, well, the name of the Lord, I am who am, the burning bush, right? So God revealed his name to Moses and the burning bush is I am who am, the name of the Lord. So maybe this is crazy. You have a bush outside of your front door. Yeah, I hope you probably had some plants or something out there. Envision a burning bush. And a robber is trying to steal this bush. No! But it's in vain. He can't get it out, right? So he's stealing this burning bush in vain. Okay. You shall not take the name of your lord in vain. Number two. You got it in there? Got it. It's locked away. (laughs) Cool. Okay, number three. Three. Open your front door. Go into your living room or however you enter your house. For me, it was to the left, there was a kit- There was sort of a dining room table, so that's what's helpful for me, but whatever it is for you. Number three is remember to keep holy the Sabbath day. So keep holy Sundays. So for me, I envisioned that table that was in our dining room there and sort of envisioned it like, okay, well, the kitchen table is where we share food. Well, let envision this as like an altar at Mass, and you could say, well... The whole, your whole family is there in front of your kitchen table which is now an altar and pope francis is there father keith is there saying mass so you're keeping holy the lord's day in your house your house is an altar
0: wow I, done done got it okay I, I feel pretty good about the first three
1: okay moving on we're gonna start moving a little bit quicker and i'm gonna ask you to do a little bit more of your own imagining number four honor your father and mother so go, I don't know, what room would kind of be next? little you know, kitchen, living room, take let's, me somewhere.
0: Let's do the kitchen.
1: The kitchen. So you walk from your dining good. room or something yep. into your kitchen. Mm-hmm. So remember, uh, or honor your father and mother. And I think you could, this for me would be cool, Like put it, uh, imagine your father and mother up on crazy big pedestals. You're bowing down in front of them, and your dad is juggling. <laughs> So get this image in your brain. Your parents are oh, on pedestals no. in the kitchen. Okay. You're bowing down in front of them. Your dad's juggling. Your mom is hula hooping. I don't know. <laughs> you got it? Got it. Got it. That's okay.
0: burned in my brain forever. <laughs> Does your dad juggle? No. No? Okay. Not even. Well. I don't think I've even seen him try.
1: <laughs> okay, we're moving on to, uh, let's go to the kitchen sink. Okay. Number five, you shall not kill. I'm going to leave this one up to you. Create a crazy image. Got it. Your sister killing your favorite stuffed animal, whatever. <laughs> your mind's <laughs> twisted, by the way. It's
0: helpful to get those crazy images. It's going to stick better. I had a very good image. I'm sorry of that I ruined it for you. No, it was just filleting a fish
1: <laughs> because it's the kitchen. Okay. So... See, that could be a very. You, later, you're like, oh, well, we always fillet fish in the kitchen, and you're going to lose it. No. Make sure it's a big one. It's, okay. it, it's it,
0: glows it glows in the dark. It's a glow fish. in the dark fish. What type of fish is it? The, glo- the type that glows in the dark oh, is silly. Okay. Cool. Yeah.
1: All right. But I mean, really, like, focus on the details, the okay. smell of the fish oh, sinking man, up the kitchen. Glow in the dark guts everywhere. <laughs> Got okay. it. Okay. Check. We're moving on. Uh,. Let's leave the kitchen. Is there another room close by?
0: Uh, We got the dining room. We're going
1: to the living room. The living room. We've left the kitchen to the living room. Number six, you shall not commit adultery. Mm. It's going to be maybe harder to think of something that's not...
0: (laughs) Profane. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But kind of push it a little bit there so that it it really does stick in your memory. Yes. Yes check i won't won't ask you what it is you shall not commit adultery we'll move on okay next place whether it's a a couch in the living room a fireplace pick a specific location there number seven is you shall not steal got it okay
0: want to know sure it's it's brilliant what is it because at the uh fireplace you Mm -hmm. hang your stockings
1: yes you do
0: And I was picturing some jerk thief stealing everybody's stocking.
1: The Grinch stole Christmas?
0: Ah, (laughs) What a
1: jerk. Okay. Moving on. Maybe let's go down the hallway or I don't know how your house is set up, but let's move to another room. You can just do that in your own mind's Mm -hmm. eye. Number eight. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor.
0: Okay, this would be let's go to my brother's room because he got he has a very good view of the neighbor's house. Okay. Yeah. So looking That's at good. your brother's window. Mm-hmm. You should
1: courtroom. I don't know. Not
0: bear false witness, though. So. Okay. I got it.
1: Okay. Number nine. Just leave your brother's room, go to the middle of the hallway
0: to the office. To We're the going office. to the office.
1: Okay. Number nine, you shall not covet your neighbor's wife or husband. Got it. Focus on the details. Mm -hmm. Last place. Think of a good location. You shall not covet your neighbor's goods.
0: Okay. I'm good. Okay. Should we do this? we can do this let's
1: take the journey can jay give us all 10 commandments let's start at the end of your driveway that little mailbox yeah going back to the mailbox give me the first commandment jay i am the
0: lord your god you shall worship the lord your god and him only
1: shall you serve yeah and that was word for word i didn't even expect that i mean just the gist is good but yeah cool that's it number two yeah Okay, so the
0: next one, we're going to the door, yeah. which there's a burning bush, yeah. <laughs> and that is, um, <clears throat> you shall not take the Lord's name in vain. That's right. Good. Number three. Okay, so for three, we are moving into, where are we moving? We're going to the kitchen?
1: Dining room. Dining
0: room. Okay, we're going to the dining room. <laughs> That's okay. And um, that was when I was imagining the church and Father Keith hanging out. And, of course, you want to keep the Sabbath day holy.
1: Da-ba-doom. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Now we've moved into the kitchen. Now we're in the
0: kitchen. Okay. Let's see, that got confusing. But whatever. We're in the kitchen. And... um. <laughs> crazy juggling of my father and hula hooping of my mother. (laughs) I've got to keep your father, uh, honor your father and mother. That's right. See, the crazy images help. You're welcome. (laughs) It's it's wild. That's cool. That's very good. Number five. Going to the -the glow-in-the-dark fish. (laughs) Um, you shall not kill. Ba-doom. No. That's right. Number six. Okay, now we're going to the, um, living room. You shall not commit adultery. That's right. Number 7. You shall not steal. Yeah. Number 8. Okay. This one what room were we in? Um my brother's room. Mhm. And my brother has a great view of the neighbors. You shall not uh bear false witness against your neighbors. That's right. Number 9. Um the office. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or husband.
1: Mm-hmm. Number ten,
0: mm-hmm. and that I put back in the driveway. I don't know why, but <laughs> jumped out the office just window because we ran out driveway. of rooms to, <laughs> to look at the neighbors. Uh, you shall not covet your neighbor's goods.
1: Cool. Jay is a memory. <sighs> Next year, he's going to be in the memory championships and I, overseas. Is,
0: it, is that the competition, really? It really is. Wow. There's
1: the international memory championships and, like, the U.S. Olympics or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, um, very anyway. good. Thank you. <laughs> but I, I feel I feel like I gained a superpower. You pretty much have. I mean, this is more or less how, you know, you hear about the crazy people like, I have memorized the digits of pi to 10,000 numbers. And, like, these people really do it by, I mean, it's the most more... Much more intricate way, but they create images in their brain and work through it just like that. Wow! So you're cool. at ten. We'll get you at ten thousand next time, Jay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's move on yes. to let's bring it back to Lent.
0: Uh, prayer, fasting, alms giving. Um, mm.
1: Give to everyone who asks. Yeah. Cool little quote from Matthew's Gospel there. Give to <laughs> everyone who asks. Um, I, don't, I don't. We talked about a couple podcasts ago but father baron's Lenten reflections have you signed up for those jay uh, I, no you don't have to you got <laughs> like, dinner oh. <laughs> no it's fine there's lots of things to do for lent uh i just happen to be getting emails and i skim them every day and there's really short things but that was today's it's just kind of a cool like you know it's sort of that alms giving thing like how do i always give al- give alms like what does that mean and and he takes that from matthew thing: give to everyone who asks and it's you know the person on the street that you see, the homeless—they're not necessarily asking, but you know, go up to them and give. Every he said, every mailing you get in the mail, you know, asking for money—if they're a good charitable donation—give them a little bit. You know, it doesn't have to be your life savings, but send them a check for ten bucks. And anytime someone asks of your time, say yes. Um, sometimes it's a bad thing to always say yes. We get yeah. over overdrawn, but um, for Lent, he says, you know, say yes every time. So I don't know. It's kind of cool. I like it. Yeah but speaking of Lent.
0: Speaking of lint, yeah. how how is... La- I mean, I, as far as I know, we've made podcasting history by giving <laughs> each other Lent, um sacrifices. Yes. Yours, of course, is no
1: screens after 9pm. It's going horribly, Jay. Horribly. <laughs> Let's- no, it's actually... It's fantastic. Oh, really? The first night... It was Ash Wednesday, yeah. I was like, I'm used to You know, the kids go to bed at 730 or 8, sometimes later. You know, I'm sitting around on the couch with my wife, whether we watch a TV show or reading or talking whatever. And I pull—just randomly, I'll pull out my phone. It's just—it's, like, attached to my body. And I'll hit the on—like, check a text, check a recent tweet that came in, anything. And I just—from, like, I got to get this in my brain then I can't look at these screens. So I turned off my phone right at 9 o'clock on Ash Wednesday— and all throughout the night and the next couple of days, I'd pull out my phone and try and hit the on button like, ah, nothing's happening. Oh, that's right. Not supposed to be looking at this. Uh-huh. So it's kind of crazy. It's hard to like overcome these horrible habits I have. Apparently, of checking my phone every five minutes, but it's coming along. It's stressful, but I'm I'm making progress. <laughs> has, has there been anything good so far that's coming out of it? Any
0: positive? Yes,
1: absolutely. That, I mean, that's just my own selfish suffering that I'm going through. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it frees me up, I think, to be far more engaged in my home life and and doing more positive things and talking with my wife more and reading and sort of enriching myself as a person wow. instead of just passively looking at a screen. So thank you, Jay. You're welcome. It's a great penance. <laughs> I, I'm glad. I'm glad. Speaking of, though, yeah. how's, how's the oh. long walks going? The long walks,
0: very <laughs> interesting. I... Um... There's been a couple instances, but most notably today, I've been parking on the, like, top level of our parking garage at work and walking all the way down all three levels. No elevator even. No elevators. Good work. And and saying a prayer each time, uh, hoping that he or she, whoever gets my park, has just a great day, (laughs) very productive, and... um, today of all days was crazy because uh the person who had my spot normally in my normal area got backed into and not oh. not just normal backed in, like the weirdest my like three people from where we my group always kind of parks together it's mm-hmm. a social thing and <laughs> and since i'm gone somebody who got my spot some like the picture was a car who pretty much went in reverse like i think it slipped out of park sure and it rolled back there wasn't much damage (laughs) but it was like what happened here (laughs) So your like prayers we're like have been in vain. <laughs> I
1: don't have a don't. good day. You don't get backed into. <laughs>
0: I somehow thank you, Shaw. <laughs> really, that 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 kind of saved the day. I don't. Good know. for you, bad for them. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're so, welcome. <laughs> so now I have a little more to pray for. I hope their you know car insurance is covering things. Yeah. And <laughs>
1: that's fantastic. I love so, that story. <laughs>
0: yeah it's okay. pretty funny so, so your
1: walks are going well it saved you walks are going insurance well. deductibles and all that yeah
0: it's hard on the <laughs> weekends when i have errand after errand after errand and sure, then it's like I can imagine then it's like i always forget i'm like there's a spot oh way back there there's a spot oh nope nope I'm gonna let that one slide we're going to the back
1: <laughs> there is far less traffic in the back less likely to get backed into doors yep. slammed on yeah. Yep. Random cars that just slip out of park. You're welcome, Jay. <laughs> thank, <blessing>. you. <laughs> thank you. Thank oh, you. Oh, goodness. All right. Uh, so, news around St. Anne. There's lots going on. We encourage you to read the bulletin, and all there is in there uh, applies to everyone in different states in life. But this week, there was a lot just sort of focusing on what's, what you can do for Lent to keep up that prayer, the fasting, the almsgiving. And that first one is Jay. Pray the Rosary, yeah, now there are a couple
0: great apps that I've found out there, sure, and they they feature things of uh the Rosary, and it's hard to remember, uh, apparently, there's like four different types of rosary you can pray during different seasons, the mysteries, yeah, yeah, and um it's I would recommend it, it's called i Rosary it's worth your 99 cents or whatever <laughs> so yeah go ahead check it out it's it's fun and interactive and sure, there's sure. beads and yeah. if you need help remembering the words they're there they're there cool
1: yeah i like them mm-hmm. um and so with that here at the parish uh seven forty every morning you can come and pray the rosary with the parish too so if you do have trouble and haven't prayed for a while and they can kind of help lead you along too instead of fumbling with trying a little booklet or the app sometimes it helps to kind of jump start things that's cool um station of the cross also happens every wednesday at five thirty. so bring the family and that's also a great transition to what happens right after station of the cross is Confession every wednesday in every parish
0: in the archdiocese from 6 to 7 p.m yeah,
1: so not just here, but you can go to any random parish you happen to be close to after work or whatever. And if you come here, that's great. You can, Father Keith's a great confessor, you can hit stations right beforehand. But uh, yeah, anywhere, 6 to 7, every Wednesday, confession. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eucharistic adoration as well, good time to up that prayer portion of your Lenten uh, sacrifices. And, uh, so every Wednesday from 9 to 11... So it's 9 a.m. to 11 p.m., and every Friday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., come and spend time with Jesus. Very good. Um, And rice bowls. Yeah. These
0: aren't just for Chipotle lovers. (laughs) (laughs) Mmm,
1: making me hungry. Uh,
0: No, a rice bowl is a basket at the church, uh, usually around the entrance, and it's helped to give alms to the poor. I took one a couple years ago, and they're this really neat foldable cardboard box and the idea is instead of instead of you know every day you empty your pockets and you have your spare change yeah put it in the rice bowl give it yeah. a charity and um it it adds up and it, it does a lot of good so yeah just drink Lent, I like go that. ahead yeah
1: there's a cool little that father Barron kind of touched that in his reflection today about give to everyone who asked and he said you know this Lent every time you go out to eat think of like the place you want to go and then go to the next cheapest option. So like, ah, yeah, there's Chipotle, oh, but it's dollar taco Tuesday at like this place down the street. So I'm going to go there instead and take that difference that I would have paid for the $7 de burrito, burrito at Chipotle and give that that difference into the rice bowl or whatever. So kind of cool. It's tough to do, but yeah, I like my Chipotle. <laughs> Who doesn't? Um, and also next to those rice bowls, there's these cool little booklets. Uh, called the Way of Faith. It's put out by I don't remember some cool Catholic publisher, but there's uh, just a little reflection on a uh, different scripture passage from every day. So every day there we have mass as Catholics and there's different readings for every day. And if you can't go to daily mass, there's just a little reflection on that reading. Um they give that reading to you and just a little sort of application for a prayer of fasting or alms giving and pick one of those up. It's a cool little guide for prayer for the rest of Lent. Yeah. Um next Communal
0: penance services. Yeah. So, and that is Sunday, April 13th, um, 3 p.m. at St. Anne's.
1: Woohoo! Woohoo! Cool. Uh, so, moving on to that Lent stuff. So, today, yeah, the day we're recording on March 12th, Pope Francis this is his first anniversary. Uh, it's been a crazy year. But here at the parish, uh, on Thursday, March 27th at 7 o'clock in the parish hall, uh, we're going to kind of take a brief look on. The papacy of pope francis and the direction he's taking the church uh the sort of personality he has that's sort of leading the spirituality of the church uh just a little hour-long talk by andrew lynch he's our rcia director he's a confirmation coordinator he teaches eighth grade over there at the at the school um he kind of gives these talks every once in a while and they're really really cool and well attended so come on by march 27th at seven o'clock i'll we'll talk about the papacy of pope francis
0: that that will be interesting uh finally, the Linton shrimp boat is coming April 11th to St <laughs> Anne Church. Uh, please help the Knights support the charities and the St Anne Building Fund. Lots of shrimp and trimmings for only 15 bucks for adult tickets kids, ten dollars and under shrimp plates are five bucks or buy pizza for a dollar a slice at the door. Purchase tickets early from any night. Nice. That's that's a good deal. Fun. I like me some shrimp, and I like shrimp boats. <laughs>
1: Is there an actual boat that's gonna like I don't roll know. up? Because that would be awesome. <laughs> we will see. We will know this April 11th. Come and find out. Come see the shrimp boat. Out.
0: Yes. <laughs> and always, there's there's even more cool, awesome stuff in your bulletin. So please read it. Not during the homily. Not or during, during mass. The, not during mass, but
1: afterwards yes. in, the,
0: in the drive home, if you are a passenger.
1: My daughter likes to take them and roll them up and use them as like little telescopes on the way home. So,
0: Well, you know, you got to see the birds.
1: <laughs> but uh, moving on. Yes. Uh, the With- readings for this upcoming, this will be the third Sunday in Lent. We're cruising through here. Uh, so the readings are uh, the Old Testament, Exodus, chapter 17, verses 3 through 7. The Psalm is 95, verses 1 through 2, and 6 through 9. And then the New Testament is from Romans, chapter 5, verses 1 through 2, and 5 through 8. And finally, the Gospel reading, uh, a beautiful Gospel, is the Gospel of John, chapter 4, verses 5, all the way through 42. And there's a shortened version, but even the short version's a little bit long. Uh, so we're actually just going to skip through that this week, but please go read it. It's about the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman, hopefully familiar with that story, but kind of meditate on that. It's a really interesting story and how it's sort of an analogy for the the church sort of seeking out Christ. Uh, but we're going to move on past those to our little Saint-O-The-Day or Week. We've got kind of two big feast days coming up this week. Jay, what are they? Well, the most obvious one, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah! <laughs>
0: the 17th of March. I I don't think there's a person on this planet who doesn't know what St. Patrick's Day is. I don't think so.
1: I'm not sure many care to know like the deeper meaning, like, Hey, I'm Irish, or I happen to be Irish on this day, and let's party. He's, he's a great saint that evangelized Ireland and did a lot for the church, <laughs> but also apparently a reason to drink and eat corned beef. which i'm for uh but our next big feast day it's actually one of the two that ever happen in lent that are it's more than just a standard saint feast day it's a solemnity which in the church a solemnity is the highest feast you can get next to a sunday uh so typically if sometimes that solemnity falls on a friday it would actually mean that you don't have to abstain from meat on a Friday in Lent. So this coming solemnity, it's March uh, 19th. It's the solemnity yeah. of the feast of St. Joseph, wow. the father of Jesus and husband of Mary. So, so it's so a big deal. It's a big deal in the church, right? Yeah. And that's
0: why we're going with this. Uh, instead of St. Patrick's day. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go ahead and play a little clip from American Dot org on St joseph the husband of mary
2: cool cool this is franciscan media's saint of the day for march 19th today we celebrate saint joseph there is so little we know of saint joseph what we do know of course is that he was the husband of mary and the foster father of jesus he was a blue collar worker a carpenter by trade he was as scripture tells us a righteous or just man By saying Joseph was just, the Bible means that he was completely open to all that God wanted to do for him. Joseph became holy by totally opening himself to God. But there is so much more we would like to know about him. How did he feel about the dreams that Scripture tells us he experienced? What was life like for him and his family after they fled to Egypt to avoid King Herod? What kinds of father-son conversations did he and Jesus have as they worked side by side. Despite the abundance of questions and the lack of answers, devotion to St. Joseph runs deep. He is the patron of fathers, workers, and the universal church. He is also the patron of a happy death because his wife and son are thought to have been present when he died, likely before Jesus began his public ministry. There's more about the saints along with inspiration and Catholic resources at our website SaintoftheDay.org, From Franciscan Media, this has been Saint of the Day.
0: That was really nice. Cool. You don't really think about Joseph after the whole Jesus is born thing. Yeah, he doesn't get much like time no, it really, And it's nice that we really take time to think of him. I mean, to be completely overshadowed. Talk about a ringo star situation here. <laughs> like your wife is Mary, the Virgin Mary, mother of God. Your son Jesus. And then you're just Joseph. <laughs> it you know, it yeah. he the, the, it takes a certain kind of guy and I don't
1: think God just picked him randomly. Oh yeah, I think there was a long time in the coming there and I mean I think you know he's very little is said about him in scripture but at the same time there's so much to meditate on especially like as a father he was such a, a silent incredible like strong force in that family I mean he had to have been I mean your son is Jesus right so you had to have been just this holy quiet like dedicated to his work because his work could support his family who later became like the salvation of the world, right? So I mean, when I work, it's kind of cool to think about that like, yeah, you know, it's not just this menial stuff maybe sometimes or whatever, but it's you know, I'm doing this for the sanctification of my family too. I don't know. It's cool. It's
0: really cool. Yeah. Never never really took the time to think about old Mr. Joseph after. <laughs> but um all right anyway i think are we close to the
1: end i think so (laughs) this is is the end of our uh, number seven as usual though hit us up on twitter on facebook you can get to all that through just this dot org. just on our website um and just ask questions or join the community in any way yeah yes totally uh and thank you so
0: much for sticking with us we i i realize it's it's a 40 minute show but you know we put it all in there because it was good and we skipped last last wednesday so yeah i made up for lost time here in the last week yeah so thank you very much Yeah, we definitely appreciate uh, doing this for you. And and we hope that you get something, uh, even if it's a little sliver of something uh, out of the show. At least a chuckle. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully. But um, uh, until next time, I'm Jay. And I'm Shaw. God bless.